I'm Chelsea Zaccato. And I'm Natalie Heacock. And this is Lumber Slingers. Each podcast, we will be bringing you relevant and useful industry information, including interviews with top lumber professionals and discussion of current events in the industry. Whether it be lumber grading, industry and market trends, or who's who in lumber, we hope to extend your current tally on industry knowledge. Live from Columbus. It's Drew Carey live. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Lumber Slingers. We're coming to you live from Traders Market. We have a special guest today. We're recording with the current president of Niley, which I always screw up the name, but we've been promising this episode. What does Niley stand for? Allison McLaughlin. Uh, it stands for North American Young Lumber Employees. Ooh. All right. Employees. I didn't see that one coming. I didn't see it coming. I didn't either. But that would Yeah, it was our rebrand from Northeastern Young Lumber Execs because we're trying to be more inclusive of the entire territory and also all younger people in the industry and development and all that. That's cool. So that's a, that is a product of the NRLA, correct? Which is the Northeastern Retail Lumber Association, uh, which covers New England, New York, and parts of the Mid Atlantic. So when they kind of uh, expanded into the Mid Atlantic, it made sense for Niley to rebrand to include that portion of the territory, um, and they support all the retail lumber yards with different services and lobbying and all that. Okay. So is that like Yelp and NALA? Kind of. I mean, you don't have to be selected to Yelp, uh, to Niley. You can, I mean, and you can just, it has a board of directors. Um, I've been on the board for about 10 years, but they also do four events a year, four plus the annual meeting. Um, and any employer who's a member, any company that's a member of the NRLA is automatically um, eligible to become a member of NILI and they can send um, any of their employees they wish on any of the events we do mm. and um, then if they think that they're going to be there a while or they want them to be more involved they can like say oh we're open to having this person on a board seat and if there's space or a position for them then we'll talk about it with them and kind of all the requirements because there's we do eight we have eight board meetings a year half are virtual half are in person so the the time requirement isn't huge but enough where you need support do you meet in the same spot every year uh so our our in-person meetings are in conjunction with the events oh so um we have a winter outing which is typically like a ski type event and they do like the last year we did a panel of um lumberyard owners or executives talking about like you know how they got where they are and all that like at the ski lodge yeah i mean we had like so what the hotel oh so we had it was like we got there we had a board meeting lunch then the panel and then like dinner and cocktails and then the next day if people wanted to ski they could have purchased a lift ticket ticket. yep (laughs) (laughs) it's been a while since i skied um and then we do a spring leadership conference which this past year we had um, Bradley Hartman oh, yeah. and um, 
Lindsay Fry, who was on the Olympic women's Olympic hockey team, she won a silver medal, and they were excellent. Like the who was who was he? Uh, he he um does like LBM consulting. He has a oh, podcast. podcast. He's um he started as like I think he was like a Spanish major in college. I'm just doing an ad, uh, <laughs> and he he was doing like teaching people who speak English like to communicate with workers on job sites like so basically it was like construction uh, spanish oh. that was sort of how he got his start um but he's awesome like he we did like a goal setting like portion kind of like how to make you know remember people's names which is the most basic sales <laughs> training yeah that's dale <laughs> carnegie 101 <laughs> um so we had them those two this year um we do a summer outing which this year we went to Hershey Park, which is like a smaller amusement park. But in the past, we've gone to um, Saratoga, which is like the horse races, which is really fun Ooh. in August. And then we do the Timber Tour, which I just got back from. Go on. Wait, which is uh, every fall, there's like a trip that's like four to five days, and it's in different parts of the country. And we do like various manufacturing tours. And um, oh. so this year we went to Montana. Um, we spent like a full day with Weyerhaeuser. We went to Roseburg, UFP, Trip Lumber. And you're like actually like in the mills? Yeah. Um, and last year we went to like Virginia and North Carolina. So I've been on six of those all in different parts of the country. And we, I went to Canada once on it. That's cool. That's awesome. Eastern Canada. So we went to like a white cedar shingle mill and stuff. So that's like people get sent on that and it's like their first thing. And they're like oh, I want to keep coming. And it's like, well, this is all fun. They're long <laughs> days and, like, you're on the bus. But it's, like, really fun. Mm-hmm. So That's how they got me. So to back up a little bit, the NRLA, what kind of company do you have to be to be a member? So to be – so there's – it's a – so they're, like – it's, like, a retail lumberyard is their member, their focus, right? And then there's the associates who are the wholesalers – or the service providers like software or right okay. insurance or affiliates stuff, or whatever yeah. okay stuff like that okay so the NRLA has like a large trade show yeah called a trade show yeah yeah how many members do you know how many members there are at the NRLA I don't no um, because so I just say it's like Nala but the retail like, but but like in that situation my company is the supplier not the customer. Mm. what is the for your nightly events what's the turnout look like for those four events a year is it like how many people go to that um so we had a sold out timber tour at 40 people so typically they're i mean we shoot for for like the seminar event in the spring and timber tour it's kind of like you want like 50 or less because if you have a bigger group than that it's really hard but mm-hmm. um when we used to go to saratoga which was all, that was, like, pre-COVID. We were getting, like, 100 people. And it was, like, people would bring their spouse or, like, some people would bring their kids. Hmm. So, you know, can make it what you want, I guess. Do people repeat the events? Like, like oh, this one was so cool. I'm going to do this one again every year. Yeah, so we did Saratoga, I think, for a few years in a row. And we tried to, everyone was like, oh, it's getting stale. It's getting stale. And we tried one last year, and we got, like, 10, 10 signups. We canceled it. And then this year we got, like, 30 25 30 people to the summer event and it was like it was good but we're going back to saratoga so (laughs) because that also saratoga a lot of times like the 
NRLA executive board, which is, um, that's like mostly owners and like executives and like retail employers. They like to go to that because the mm-hmm. NRLA headquarters is close to Saratoga. So they, so you kind of get a wider range of attendees versus just like people under 40. Because with Niley, anyone can come to any of the events, but to serve on the board, or I guess you can serve on the board through your 40th year. So until your 41st birthday. So that's how, like, that's really the designation is the board members. Still got a couple good years left in you. <laughs> I'm I'm tapping up. <laughs> yeah. So so now that we've kind of so that's a good segue to talk about your journey to becoming the president of Niley this year. Can you tell us about that and where um, you started and how you got here? Yeah, I uh, so I work for a family business, and when I started um, full time, it was like the spring of 2012. I think 2012. That's how you know you're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, and that fall, there was a timber tour in Maine. And so my dad signed me up and he was like, you'll just go. You'll be fine. Whatever. And that was a full bus tour. So it was everyone was on the bus. It stopped and like started at the NRLA headquarters. It stopped in Massachusetts. And then it like stopped once in New Hampshire. And then we went to Maine and we did, I think we only did like five stops on that one. It was like it was only two nights in a hotel, so it was a fairly quick trip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is so great. Like, I met a bunch of people, and then they had a spring event. And when I started this over 10 years ago, the winter event was kind of, like, hit or miss. Like, we didn't do it every year. We're trying to work on making that more permanent. But it was always kind of like, what's the weather like? Do we want to do it? Whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, after that, like, I had met a bunch of people, and I was like, okay, like, I'll go to the next event. So then I went to the next event. <laughs> and I, like, by that point had been to a number of just industry events in New England. And so I, like, there were a bunch of familiar faces. And I was like, oh, I can do this. So then I just started showing up to stuff. Like, I would go to the board meetings even though I wasn't on the board. and Because, like, anyone can go if you're a member. Um, I went to, like, four timber tours in a row. I would just... Uh, so okay. I started out as an associate director at large, which was just, like, come to the meetings... If you have an idea, say it. If not, whatever. It's a very, like, manageable position. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of outside work. Like, you just show up. It's not intimidating. No. And, I mean, I think it's weird now because I remember being like, all oh, these guys are so old. I'm like, that's how old I am now. <laughs> like, cause I, I, oh, my God. I remember going to Saratoga. It was like I went with my parents and then my younger brother. And he was like, I thought this was supposed to be the young lumber. <laughs> and I was young, but like, everybody else yeah, was, old. Was, was like in their mid thirties or whatever. Okay. Um, so I started at that. Then I also, I did that. Plus I was on the foundation board, which is, that really has like three entities. And one of them is the foundation. It's like the nonprofit. So the nonprofit owns the building that NRLA is in. And they have um, like a lift, like a fund for like, if like, you know, there isn't any issues for people like insurance wise and Niley has a children's book that, oh, yeah. that you sent me yeah um that is in conjunction with the foundation so I was on that that I did that for a while then I um 
I became the M- MRLDA, which, so within the NRLA, there's... Pause. We just have to tell you why Allison's laughing. Uh, Natalie was just gulping water like an animal. I mean, I, I understand. Um, we traveled. We're in Columbus. You have to stay hydrated. Okay. Anyway. Bye. Um, so within the NRLA, um, there's state and locals, which, you know, there's Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, um, New Hampshire, Vermont. Maine, and then there's a number in New York. There's, like, northern New York, western New York. I don't know the exact number, but I think it's around, like, 12 or twelve or so now. Um, and so on the nightly board, there's a trustee for each of those state and locals. And the, that position is you go to the, the those board meetings and the nightly board meetings, and you kind of, like, tell the other what, what, what who's doing what and how they're planning to grow the business and what's exciting and coming up for them. Like what educations are they doing? What education is Nile doing? Um, and share resources and ideas and all that. Um, so I was on the, the mass board as an Nile trustee for six years. Um, and then and one of those years was when I joined the executive board. <laughs> so I finally got that off my plate. And then once you're on the executive board, it's third, second, first, VP, wow. president, ex officio. And we had an extra, I had an extra year in there because of COVID. So this is my... Wait, s- say that again slower. Third, third, third VP, second VP, first VP, president, ex officio. Wow. So it's five years. Um, so you're a president and you have one year left. Yes. You don't, you don't be president again. No. So next year you're ex officio. Yep. And is that the same, basically, to do all the same stuff that you were doing these last... No, it's pretty years. light lifting. I think... Uh, the, Senior syndrome? Yeah, the ex officio is in charge of the nominating committee for the following year. So I'll ah. have to do all those calls for the 2025 board, I guess. So if you want to be involved after that, can, like, would you just be an attending member, essentially? Yeah. I mean, I would just go to events if I felt, like, if I thought that it was going to be interesting or... I really wanted to go to the place, um, and uh, then they have a mentor director, but that's like typically people like older who have been off. If they were on the nightly board, have been off for at least ten years. Sorry, I don't think you said this, but do you have to be under forty to go to the events? No, it's just the board. Yeah. Okay. You can serve through your forty-first, no, through your fortieth year, so until your forty-first birthday. But like, what is the demographic of the events, like the Timber Tour? Uh the Timber Tour was. Everyone there was under 40, except for, like, one person. Because you said it's, like, people who are getting new into the mm-hmm. industry? Not always. It's usually people who they've maybe been with their couple. I mean, I don't think, I mean, this year especially was expensive, the airfare, and the hotel. it was, like, four nights in a hotel and all that. So I think companies were kind of mindful about who they were sending. Like, has this person been with us for a little while? Like, do we see the longevity? Do we want to invest in them? But um, it can't, like, some of the events, it's people who are very, very new. Which I think that's true of a lot of education. Like, I know... Like, Wood Basics. Yeah, but when I went to Wood Basics, I had been in the business for, like, eight years. Mm -hmm. I just could never get a spot. Yeah, it's always sold out. (laughs) And then there were people who had been in the business for, like, three months. It's like, okay, I kind of know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, But it is... It's really fun. Like, the Timber Tour this year was really interesting. And I like... I'm such a nerd. I love that stuff. Yeah. Like, we went to a plywood mill. I'm like, this is so cool. I know it's interesting to see how plywood's made and the peelers and all that yeah log peelers um so would you say that it inspired you to stay in the industry as far as 
when you work for a family company and like I has your involvement helped your like outlook on kind of what you wanted to do as a career because 10 years ago it was different maybe you didn't know you wanted to stay yeah I think for me it was I don't have coworkers, so it was a really good way for me to meet my peers in the industry and kind of um meet just people who were kind of in the same boat were like is this what I want to do is this where I want to be and there are so many people and there are so many great people in this industry and so many interesting people and like you can make a good living and you can have a good life and have fun yeah have a great time so I think people we like to hang out with you sometimes (laughs) (laughs) people I mean like people don't know about this industry but it's it rocks I love that um and I do think, like, for us, being a smaller company that's um, more regional, it's really good exposure. Yeah. Um, which I don't think is something that I really thought about when I first decided I wanted to be involved. Um, but now, with the amount of time I spend and, like, just doing work, you know, it's it's not always a lot of work, but there's a number of times where I'm, like, doing calls, and but it's good for the business overall, just the exposure and... Like, oh, I know that, you know, I know that logo or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Would you say the people that are attending are similar to your kind of profile of, like, family business? Um, I think it's, like, 50-50. I think there are some of the, like, bigger, I mean, there, I'm trying to think, there's quite a, there's always been a number of, I mean, it's just, that's sort of the nature, especially with the retail business, those are, the smaller ones especially are typically family owned um but i've seen now companies sending people who aren't family like that are have been there for a while or who um yeah i mean i know on the the two of the vps right now on niley are not like one of them their dad's in the business but it's not a family business and then the other one has no family ties i think his like dad me. I think his dad was maybe, like, a carpenter or, like, a... But, like, no, in, like, the wholesale or whatever. Um, but then the other... The two of the other ones are. So it's totally... Random. Yeah. So, on that note, I... Well, I know we're not going to go into, really, your company or anything like that. But I would like to know, just from your standpoint, I know a lot of people in the lumber industry are second, third, fourth, fifth generation. And now, obviously, there's a lot of people coming in or people like Natalie who maybe didn't have somebody in their family that worked in lumber. Um, did you always see yourself in lumber or how do you like working with your family? And I, well, I think I'm in a unique position cause it was my dad that started the business. Right. So I, I remember being in the car with him, like on the phone, hearing him like, especially in like the early two thousands, like late nineties, like on the phone, just slinging lumber. <laughs> but I never thought, it would be where I would end up and I graduated from college and I just I would say I was not the most motivated to find a job but I like applied for a lot of jobs and it was like not a great job market Mm -hmm. it was not and my dad was kind of like well you can come on and do like I was basically doing admin stuff like part-time and then he was like well I need somebody full-time and it's just evolved from there I think I don't I don't know that I thought that it could be like I do a little bit of everything because it's basically just me, and um, you really run though. I mean, you know, I visited you a couple times. You run, you are wearing a lot of hats, which is good. I think I know a lot, 
I know a little about a lot, which is good. Um, <laughs> they do say that's better, to know a little about a lot than a lot about a little. Uh, and I really like it, and like kind of every day is different, which is nice. But it has made, you know, being involved with, like, Niley and the volunteer organizations harder because it's sort of like this point where all your job responsibilities are getting more and then all your responsibilities with that stuff is getting more and you kind of hit a point where you're like okay I can't take on anything else Mm -hmm. because I know they like people are like oh you should join the knowledge committee I'm like talk to me in a year and a half like I can't do it right now (laughs) you have to be able to say no which is hard yeah yeah because it's good practice yeah it is good practice to say no Charles I know. <laughs> hey, I got way yes, better. About, I got better about saying no this year to a lot of things, but you know, somehow, I mean, it's, somehow it's, you get voluntold for things. Well, as well. It's also like a lot of the stuff is fun, so you're like, I want to do that, right? But like, yeah, but, I can't. But you don't have time, or well, that's. I also find like I'm like if I'm traveling this, if I'm out of the office so much, then I'm like, oh, like I feel like I have to like be mindful of when I'm taking vacation, and mm-hmm. it's sort of it really impacts your vacation schedule. And so, <laughs> yeah, snowballs, travel or whatever, and yeah. Since, ever since COVID, I have been, like, the ultimate yes man to every yeah. trip, trip. Someone's like, you want to do this? I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So. We're all learning to set boundaries. Yeah. I think it should be our goal when we turn 40. Yeah. We're, we're all the exact same age. When right? we're... No, Natalie, you're old. No, we're all the same age. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, we, we have a little miss 1989 over here. She's a lot younger than all of us, so. <laughs> At least you have an eight in there. It makes me feel better. I was born in 1989. And I know everybody is wondering, but yeah, Allison, Natalie, and I went to the Taylor Swift concert. This was the company we were in. So Everyone is wondering. (laughs) Everybody was like, was that the one that was at the concert? (laughs) The answer is yes. Did we register for more tickets? Vancouver, BC, we did. Yes. Yes. We could leverage that into some sort of business trip. Uh, oh my because, god! Because I have never been there, so I just went for the first time with Chelsea this summer. Oh yeah, that's right. Damn yeah. it! I should have gone on that trip. You should. You were on vacation. <laughs> See, vacation or work. We I did know. go to a really good Mediterranean restaurant, though. Oh my god, we did. Do you remember the name? Allison has a, an, Okay. Oh hey, Allison. Do you okay. know this restaurant? Sorry. <laughs> okay, Allison has the best memory in the world. She'll remember every detail. Yeah, she just knows. recalled a restaurant from God knows how long ago. Six like, months. I would never long. remember the name. She remembered it. What I are think you it's ask? Hydra, but whoever told, recommended it to us called it Hydra. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you Hydra. know this restaurant? It's kind of like Chipotle, but for Mediterranean food. Cava. Yes! That's yes, it! See? I told you. I told, okay, ask her something else. <laughs> ask her something else! Do you have those in Portland? No! Oh. We don't. I've never been to one, but I know. I have been to one, and only there, yeah. one time. No, two times. I've been two times, like on two random trips, and I didn't realize what it was till the second time I went there, and I was like, this is the best restaurant. It's kind of like Sweet Green. Like, it's the same sort of... It's better. I thought it was better. I thought it was well, so good. I mean, it's like the same concept. I went in Texas, and then I went in North like Carolina. I got a good one. Allison, last year, Trader's Market, we went together to dinner on one of the nights yeah. with several other people. I don't remember what it was called. You don't remember the name? No. Oh I got a seafood tower. I was going to say, there was a seafood tower. <laughs> she, <laughs> you always remember something. I also remember about. that... We got there and the restaurant was packed, and by the time we were leaving, there was one it was, other party. They were like party. vacuuming. Yeah, it was so really weird. cleared out. So quick. weird. Early bird so special, weird. I guess, in Scottsdale. We were yeah. in Scottsdale. We were in Scottsdale. You know, I think that I naturally find friends like you. I have a friend named Alicia. She recalls things I don't, and so you have to balance. Like maybe that's why you guys found each other. Maybe because you balance each I'm other. I'm like, I'm more just like, ah, who knows? And she's what? like, um. 
actually Hilton on Van Buren Boulevard on 2nd and 3rd. And then there's uh, Nordstrom Rack across the street from I like to know good restaurants because I want to be able to go back. That's true. Yeah, it's true. I do too. I just don't remember it. (gasps) We should make a shared note. And we could put the state, and then we could put, like, oh, yeah. uh, if Where we went to a good there? restaurant. What was then the we restaurant should... called that we went to in L.A.? I don't even remember. Mm. Oh, that We didn't that take a picture, so. One? <coughs> I could find it. I could find it in my open table or whatever. Yeah. That place that was, was good. good. We did get there very early, so it was, yeah. <laughs> like, empty when we got there, but the food was really good. It was very trendy. Yeah, but that was kind of the vibe. we didn't take a picture. Yeah. You weren't allowed to take pictures inside. You weren't allowed to oh, take pictures yeah. in there because there's too many celebs. But we all looked so great. So we sad. looked so cute. We oh, I need to find another occasion to wear that dress. I know. I haven't worn mine since either. That was a rent the runway for I me. I need to so go I to Vegas, I guess. I feel like I have to do. wear that one in Vegas. I think you do. So, Natalie, is it time for our fast fire questions that you need to know um, that we haven't done in a long time? So, good luck. Hope you remember like Allison does. <laughs> I have a couple <laughs> okay. in my head. Okay. Uh, the first one is... Do you want to go to Vegas for your 40th birthday with us? Yeah, I guess. That's so far away. That's so far away. 36th birthday. (laughs) Yeah, 36th. I mean, we could go for one of your birthdays. Any significant birthday. Um, That's not rapid fire, but... Yes. (laughs) I would like to go to Vegas. Maybe Trader's Market will be in Vegas one of these years. Let's hope. No. I just know I'm on the trigger yeah, market today. Yeah. Well, it's I know. Like, I was hoping they'd do it in Boston because they have so many. I've been asking. I have never been to Boston. Do you guys know why that they won't do it in Boston? I mean, the it's hard. Are too the hotels are expensive as shit. Which we learned that in September. Cause yeah. I'm going to be cooking that Brianna chicken. I had to stay in Newton, Massachusetts because I traveled with the ex-president <laughs> of our company who would not let us spend more than $250 a night on a hotel. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, it's, just, okay. it's not an interview about me. I'm ready for rapid fire. Okay, let's do rapid fire. Allison, what is the last book you read? I think it's um the book about WeWork, which is funny because oh, they filed for yeah, bankruptcy. Today. Yeah. It's called like We Crashed or We oh, shut up. Is it really? <laughs> we bankrupt? I think it's called We Crashed or No, it's called Billion Dollar Loser. Oh, oh yeah, Billion Dollar Loser. We Crashed was the podcast I listened to about it. Oh, oh I'm gonna good. listen to that. It was a good one. I listened to it. I was on the road in Connecticut. That guy's a little cuckoo. Oh, yeah. Nutty. Oh, my God. He Nutty. was definitely trying to be a cult. Well, and you know his... So he grew up in, like, a commune in Israel. And then the other guy who founded it grew up in Oregon in some sort of commune. <gasps> yes! And his, his... His sister started the cycle company. Bar 3 or... Oh, yeah. Pure bar, bar or something like that. And it was... They... It was, like... Um, she was... I don't on, know if it's his actual sister or, like, his... Like, like cult sister. Cult, like, commune sister. She like, was on How I Built This. Oh, interesting. And then she, yes. Anyways, sorry. Oh, interesting. Okay. No, yeah, that's my little memory. book that I read. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's an interesting story because it's just like. I like to hear that kind of stuff. The like. Um, it reminds me of. Like uh, megalomania. Or yeah. Like mm-hmm. narcissism. It reminds me of uh, Sam Bankman Fried or however you say his name. SBF. He yeah. had a very favorable court sketch. Yeah, sketch. <laughs> I like, you know they take courtroom sketches. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, they made it. They made him look like a ten, out, a ten. Really? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. If I ever get on, I trial, thought that was a joke. I think I would like have my attorney pay someone. Like, can you do a good court sketch? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're paying your attorney for. <laughs> Besides, to, like, That's where her money's going. <laughs> yeah, not being found, not being found innocent, but make me look good <laughs> to the media. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Rapid fire. Um, 
What is, oh, if you had to use one word to describe the lumber industry, what word would you use? One word? I was going to say handshake deal. That's not <laughs> one word. You could do handshake dash deal. That'd be one word. One word. Yeah, handshake deal. That's a good I feel one. like that's kind of. Yeah, that encompasses a lot behind that. It's like trust, yeah. family, like partnership. Partnership. I guess relationships. Loyalty. Yeah. yeah I, think. I think that's a big part of it. You kind of know what you're going to get from most people. Yeah. It's hard. I think it's hard to. You will only get burnt once. I think it's hard to break in too, right? Like to build a book of business, you got to have someone that knows everyone mm-hmm. in the mix because they're not just going to give you the order. Yeah. Or, t- or sell you the wood. Right. <laughs> it's true. Okay. There's one. I know there's four total, and I only remember three, but this will be our last one. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your favorite thing about the industry? The people. Everyone says that, and it makes me so happy I'm in this industry. It's fun. I mean, like, I think there's a lot of good people. The events are always fun, even if they're, you know. In Columbus? <laughs> yeah. Or just, like, more like, you know, this trader's market is always fun, but, like, sometimes, like, the seminars are like, oh, my God, my eyes are going to glaze over. Yeah. Like, okay, I just have to get through this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know last year I went to some sessions, and it was, like, basically an ad for it was like about supposed to be about like transportation it was just an ad for the company that was doing the talk and I was like I don't care yeah I was like are you gonna tell me something about ocean freight they're like well uh, we don't really know about that and I was like why am I here yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I think that's like you know another reason why volunteers have to get involved and make sure that those kinds of things don't happen I know I think it's and it's hard because you know obviously not has a staff but all the committees and stuff it's like people aren't like doing it they're they're doing it unpaid yeah, it's a lot of work. It's not, fu- it's not always yeah. fun. It's it, no, it's not. It's a lot of work goes into events. Like, all the events and this and everything that you volunteered over the years. I mean, I can't imagine the hours you've probably put in over 10 years with, with Nylee and Yeah, it's weird. I don't, you know, I've never really even thought about it because it's kind of just like, okay, this is what I do. You know? Yeah. And now it's like, now that, especially last year and this year, I was kind of, you know, I went to every event. I was on every call. Like, I missed, like, one call a year. Like, it was, like, everything I was there. Yeah. And it adds up. Like, it does. I know, like, one of the calls last year, the president couldn't be, couldn't make it or something. And I was on vacation, and I was, like, leading the meeting. I was like, how did this happen? Yeah. (laughs) But it was fine. You do what you gotta do. Yeah. And then there was one this year that I couldn't make, and I told the first VP, I was like, I'm really sorry, I'm gonna be in Mexico, so can't make it. Yeah, but. It's my cousin's wedding. Quite a track record (laughs) of being there, and. And I think you probably have no idea, but you've inspired other younger younger people and females alike that have no idea if they have a place here. If they see your picture, they go, oh, okay. Like, I can do this too, so. Yeah, I think you definitely have to be of that mindset. Like, there is a place for me here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there is. There's plenty of women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, you got to find them. You got to find them and we band together. Yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Allison, for taking time with us. I'm so glad we got to do this. Your event for Nylee is actually in December, the beginning, first week of December. The annual meeting. Yeah. The end of my presidential term. Yes. So the end of an era. The end of an era. (laughs) Are you giving a big speech or anything? I'm just doing uh, the year in review, kind of like going over our. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm so glad we did this over Negronis. 
Yes, we didn't mention that, but we did have a drink. We did. We always say we're going to do it, and we never do, and this is it. And this is it. We're we're here. Here. We've made I feel it. like we've been talking about doing this for like a year. Lumber Slingers yes. and Nylee. Yes. We've made... Oh, we should do like Lumber Slingers by. X. Yeah, yes. X. I hate that they say X, because it should be by. It should be by. Yeah. It's like TEDx, but yeah. for Lumber. TED by. Yeah. <laughs> TED by X. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, Allison. Thanks, Allison. Thank you. Bye. Bye.